actually, I guess what we've learned in the past year is that pants are weird and we are the ones who are not weird for being uncomfortable in them. Welcome to You're Wrong About, the podcast of the century. Yes, we are that. And that statement is unrelated to our topic today, but it's still true. (laughs) Are we not doing OJ? Not today. Oh. We are returning to one of my favorite traditions that I made up and have decided to make a tradition by continuing to do it for a second year, which is the Summer Book Club. I love our Summer Book Club. I love our campouts. Me too. So what are we talking about today? Mike, I'm so excited because today we are talking about Mike Warnke's The Saint and Seller. Oh, this one. Yes. That's S-E-L-L-E-R, not a, a seller that you go to to be with Satan, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. I always thought it was. Oh, well, that would make more sense. But no, it's a, someone who sells Satan. It's the death of a Satan salesman. Oh, that's like deep-seated. It just makes no sense. Okay. I never thought of this before, but now that I'm explaining this to you, like, I'm imagining that Mike Warnke, with Dave Balsiger and Les Jones, went into his publisher, Logos International of Plainfield, New Jersey, and was like, boy, have I got a book for you, The Satan Seller. <laughs> they're like, oh, wonderful. It's very creepy, like a seller where Satan is. Yes. He's like, no, someone who travels down country highways dealing in leatherette copies of Satan. Yeah, so it's like a Satan MLM. <laughs> I am Michael Hobbs, belatedly. I'm Sarah Marshall. And if you want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash you're wrong about, where you can hear cute bonus episodes about stuff like Twitch drama and JK Rowling, which we talked about last month. Some parts of that were were not as cute as others. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you can also buy t-shirts and you can also do nothing whatsoever and just sit still and let the rest of this episode wash over you. Yeah. So tell me about this book and this project. I know almost nothing about this. Well, okay, but the name is familiar to you. Like, where have you heard this before? Because I know that it's come up in our conversations. The only places I've heard it are on my own podcast. And other podcasts that mention the Satanic Panic will have a like Mike Wormke section where they'll talk about Wasn't he like a stand-up comedian or something? Yeah. He went into comedy after he he got Jesus. Ah. Which to me also kind of addresses another paradox that this whole story kind of touches on, which is like, what is Christian humor? Is it possible to be proselytizing and funny at the same time? Like, I feel in my heart that it is not. It's tough. I, as a guy who went to church camp numerous times, at which there were comedy and like punk rock shows, (laughs) I can attest that they were not that funny. (laughs) Yeah. And like what, like this book also takes place in the church camp world, I think partly. And And it was published and written for the church camp set. Like, I honestly think that like the, the kind of person I imagine this making the biggest impression on I hope would be like a 12 year old. Yeah. It reminds me of like a fan fiction I've read where just so many bizarre and off the wall things are happening that you're just like, this was obviously written by someone in sixth grade yeah. and it's showing in a wonderful way. Like someone who's like, I left school in my Ferrari and went straight to my job as a teen lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> So where should we start with this book? Well, I would I would like to start by 
comparing it to Michelle Remembers, mm. partly because Michelle Remembers, I think, was so important as an inciting incident in the Satanic Panic because mm-hmm. it was a book that was published as nonfiction and therefore used in things like social worker trainings. Mm-hmm. Would you just give like a quick synopsis of the book? Because I, I are just sort of like, what are the circumstances of its creation, basically? What's the overarching frame story of it? Well, as usual, I mostly remember the gross ethical violations. Yes. So it's this woman who comes in with sort of this like ill-defined problem. She feels weird. She's dealing with some stuff. And her doctor puts her under hypnosis and through this process unearths her entire, you know, years that she spent in a satanic cult. It's funny, they don't mention hypnosis in the book, but there's like the language of hypnosis throughout and it's her relaxing and being regressed. And it's like, I don't know how a psychotherapist would do that except with hypnosis. But right, he's regressing her to childhood. And yeah, and she's saying that in 1950s BC, she was given to a satanic cult by her mother, who was also a Satanist. And as we learned through like press tours and like footnotes, not really in the text of the book, Lawrence Pazder ended up marrying his patient, Michelle, and they wrote Mm -hmm. this eventual book together. Yes. Like at some point in time, not long after they had these sessions and wrote this book where you just you read it and you're just like these two are in love in like love. It just, it's all over the place they're they're hiking and they're yeah. looking at flowers together and they're writing letters to each other about their special friendship the whole time just crackling sexual chemistry throughout the book <laughs> loved it michelle remembers came out in 1980 and the satan seller came out in 1972 oh after Michelle remembers kind of set fire 